Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final, the game, the series, and the road trip, and the results are good. A Brewers nail-biting victory, 2-1 to the final, and welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen, and the Brewers get it done. They head down to Atlanta, and they take two of three from the Braves. This was an intense game. This is the game... Guys that uh, you saw for the, about the first five or six innings uh, last night. And I don't know if the results would have been similar, but maybe a similar type game if, uh, if a couple of things go right for the crew. But they bounce back with a victory. And this, this is on the pitching staff right here. I mean, that's a, a tough Atlanta Braves offense, as you guys know. And this is on Brett Anderson. This is on Curtis, Boxberger, Williams, and Hayter. And Craig Council for making the moves. I, I, I got to say, a couple of different moves worked out for Craig Council when, you know, quite honestly, I was shaking my head a little bit. Why, why Wong and Avi out of the lineup here in a rubber match game uh, to, to draw a line in the sand, not just in this series, but you know, taking a look around the National League to say, hey, the Brewers, yeah, into the month of August, they take two of three uh, down in Atlanta. One of the moves to sit Avi and Wong, it's like you're playing the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow for three. How about you play them today, get some offense going, and uh, give Wong and Avi both days off tomorrow and Tuesday. I would have traded that. So, again, it's that reverse sort of lock thing that every time you question uh, Craig Council, it, it turns out more times than not, it turns out to be the right move. Fast forward to this game. Into the uh, sixth inning, Brett Anderson just dealing, throwing a beauty today. Outstanding performance for Brett Anderson. He gets two outs in that sixth. Yeah, he's into a little trouble. He's falling behind hitters, and just Craig Council goes to get him. He, he didn't want to button up uh, Brett Anderson's uh, performance with a six-full inning stint. He goes and gets John Curtis. Now, Curtis does uh, allow a base hit there, end of the bat, uh, end of the bat sort of a soft contact base hit, but then gets out of it. And I see where Craig Council's thinking was, 
is that if Curtis can minimize the damage here, get, get Brett Anderson and the Brewers out of that sixth inning, you've got it set up the way you want. You Boxberger for the seventh, Devin Williams for the eighth, Josh Hader for the ninth, and it worked. And, and I got to credit uh, Craig Council. Want to get your reaction on this win. Uh, they're now 63 and 43. Uh, back to 20 games over 500 here in the 2021 championship season. Additionally, they are uh, five and one on this road trip into Pittsburgh and, uh, and Atlanta. Additionally, maybe more important than that, out of the all-star break, a 10 and four mark really kind of putting their foot on the accelerator a little bit. Now I will say this. Prior to the game today, Craig Council said it was a dangerous thing to, to do a little scoreboard watching now. That I disagree with. That, that takes some of the fun out of this. As I expressed last night, Cincinnati Reds got to be one of the more frustrated teams in all of baseball. They're playing pretty good baseball. Every time they look up at the scoreboard, they see the Brewers winning again. Then when the Brewers lose, they haul off and lose a game. Brewers maintain a seven-game lead. Uh, pending, you know, the outcome of this game, uh, Reds and Mets, and last check, Reds were were ahead three or four runs in that one. But now it's August, folks, and now do we expect this the rest of the way out? Do we expect this type of play the rest of the way out? A lot of times you'll hit a bump in the road, you'll hit a little hiccup here and there, but for the most part, bigger picture, is this what we expect for the remainder of the 21 championship season. 414-799-1250. We're going to hear from uh, Craig Council coming up in just a bit. Uh, Brewers headed back home for a six-game homestand. This was a good test, and that's the way we approached this heading into Atlanta. It, it really was a good test, and a good test in that, you know, you had Burns and you had Woodruff, and you had Brett Anderson, and Brett Anderson, by the way, is not getting enough love, so we need to give him some credit here. ERA now at 3.6. I mean, who would have thought? That's, that's a really good ERA. It really is. I mean, we're spoiled with these 2.14s and 2.33s, and you know, in, in uh, some cases, Woody for a while there was 1.819. We get spoiled by that. But don't discount a 3.6 ERA for guys like Adrian Hauser and Brett Anderson. They're, they're really stepping up. But it was a great test knowing that you had Burns and Woody and you, you thought you were going to be in a good, good position to uh, take the series, and, and that's exactly what happened. Now, it, didn't, it wasn't um, brilliant performances from both Burns and Woody, but nonetheless, a, a, uh, a team series victory as they get it done. We are uh, live here today in University Studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu, 414-799-1250. So they get to, uh, back to, I should say, 20 games over 500, and, and, and they pass the test down in Atlanta. This, is the t- this game today is really what, what you're looking at as the season moves along. There's going to be times where this offense is not going to, is not going to come through. They're not the best offense in the world, a much better offense. <clears throat> I'll say that, but you know, you're going to have to win with pitching. And for the most part, they've been doing a lot, a hell of a lot of that throughout the uh, season here thus far. But can we expect this now that the calendar is flipped to August? 
here we are, April, May, June, and July. And now is when you look back and, and you say, well, where, where did that all go? We were busy, uh, you know, getting back outside this summer. We were busy attending uh, Brewers games and, and seeing the Bucks get on that championship run. I think we were a little busy with, with regards to that. Then we turn around, and here we are August 1st. And is this the way it's going to be the rest of the way out? Can we expect this the rest of the way? There's no, really no more moves outside internal moves. Brewers did get a COVID bite of uh, some players down here over the weekend. That's, that's never a good thing for many, many reasons. But in a baseball sense, that wasn't a good thing here. I mean, they need guys like Jay Cousins. They need guys like Christian Yelich. They need guys like Jace Peterson. And so hopefully they're going to return uh, in the m- most minimal amount of time missed that c- that can happen here because they're going to need these guys. But, you know, I asked this question after two months, after t- uh, three months of the season. I think it was right there at the halfway mark. Can we expect this same thing now throughout the duration of the next 60 days up until well, a little over 60 days. I think the final game in LA is uh, October 3rd. That's a Sunday. So it does dip into, into October a little bit, but I say there's enough here. Some people say, you know, look what happened right before the all-star break losing six of eight. They seem to have made a habit out of that right before the all-star break. But if you, if you recall, that was in a span of playing 33 games in 34 days. Now, there was a rain out in there that gave them a little bit, but they had to make that up in a doubleheader uh, the next day. But for all intents and purposes, 33 games in 34 days, maybe they were running out of steam a little bit at, at that point. But can we expect this the rest of the way out? It's August now. I, I think we're, we're going to continue, at least I am, of this buying time kind of concept. And that's what happened in April and May, April and three weeks of May. If you recall this show, longtime listeners, this is certainly this year, you may recall that, hey, buy time for this offense to get their stuff together. I used a different word than stuff, but okay. You buy time with this great pitching because when the pitching lets up, do you remember this? When the pitching lets up, well, guess what, Tim? Yeah, I'm talking to myself. The pitching hasn't let up. <laughs> I mean, so now it's about buying time to maintain. And will they maintain this sort of deal here? 20 games over 500. Uh, they had a great month of July in terms of offense. They added the piece of Escobar to this offense. Their offense is healthier. They added a piece. I think people forget. They added the piece of Lorenzo Cain. Now he's got a five-game hitting streak since being activated with six RBIs, hitting all five of his games since returning. That's a great acquisition in, in concept. So now it's about continuing to play consistent baseball is what Craig Council says. Just play consistent here. And, boy, they certainly uh, – that was an intense game today. It really was. This is, again, we, we point to this playoff-style game. That was this today. This was hanging on every pitch kind of game. I don't know if 
<clears throat> I made mention of this last night. Adam McAlvey was asking about uh, specific and particular pitches in a sequence of a game. You know you're having a good season when we're dissecting certain pitches in certain situations. And that's, that's a great sign. But here we are August 1st, and they're 20 games over 500, 10 of 14 out of the All-Star break, and, and looking good, despite the injuries as well as the COVID. And you just cross your fingers that there's not any, anything more widespread within the organization because, you know, that can slow a roll too. And so you cross your fingers there. 799-1250. Again, we'll get to our game recap in just a a second here. This is a nail-biter, white knuckler, uh, knuckle-biter, if if you would. Uh, Sam, before we get to calls, are are you expecting this? Have you seen enough? Now it's four months, four of six, two-thirds. Have you seen enough to expect this the rest of the way out? Certainly so. I mean, especially for the rest of this month, after the San Francisco Giants series at the end of the week, you're looking at a really good stretch on top of this Pittsburgh series coming up where you can just continue to stack up wins. So if the pitching, if the pitching can keep up, I mean, who knows how many games we're going to be over 500 if it keeps up. I'm refraining from kind of, and maybe I'll get caught up into this soon, but I'm really, it's, 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 it's a tough ask for me not to look at prorate these wins out. Like what are they? What are they projecting? What are they prorating to? You know, twenty games over five hundred at sixty-three and forty-three. You can do the math, and I don't want to. But it looks as if they may have an opportunity, as you said, to stack up some wins, and that's when I'll probably take a look at that. An opportunity. I don't know. Do I dare even say it? To have the best regular season record in franchise history. That's what pitching and defense does. Opportunistic offense. And will the offense get better? That's a secondary question here. Will the offense get even better than they have been here in the month of, uh, well, in this past month of July? 799-1250, let's go to Jim. Jim, you're on the fan, 2-1, to one, sort of a playoff feel, but another win. Yeah, hey, guys, you guys hit it right on the head. Um, first of all, I love you guys' post-game show. Um, Thanks, Jim. Yeah. You know, I tell you what, the pitching has been doing it for them. And they always say, you know, you win with pitching. And if we can keep these pitchers healthy and keep doing what they're doing, I'm a little worried about the San Francisco series. I think this will be a test for them. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of the top teams in the National League. Um, So, you know, I'm going to be biting my nails during that series. Um, But, you know, the defense has been there for them. The pitching's been there for them. The hitting's been coming around a little bit more. I'm really excited about this. I'm thinking we might have another world championship team in Milwaukee. Well, okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call. Wouldn't that be something? I, and I know there's, there's plenty of baseball to be played. We're, we're certainly not at this marathon-type area. That 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 we can put in the rearview mirror. It's it's now a a two month sort of, and I I don't even know if sprint is the right word. You, you're kind of in between those two, but there is is plenty of baseball left. However, again, you it's going to test your mind, and it's okay to uh, dream and have some fun. We all think about uh, you know winning winning the lottery at times, 
And it's all right to do that, considering what the Milwaukee Bucks just came off of. That does kind of get the mind working. Could you imagine? I mean, let's just do it together. <sighs> so, so many uh, conversations about not winning championships, not winning a national title in, in uh, Madison, and, and just the one Super Bowl 10 years ago, and Bucks, you know, really struggling to, to kind of get over the hump, and the Brewers, small market, are they ever going to do it? And UWM and Marquette, and, you know, it all tends to stack into that same conversation. But to, to, to think that in the span of, what, 90 days, 100 days, 110, 20 days, somewhere in there, that two Milwaukee teams can get this done? I mean, a lot of people are, are pleased with the one. Now, ah, we might as well get greedy because they're in position two. L.A. Dodgers are a better team than they were prior to the break. San Francisco Giants are a better team than they were prior to the break. San Diego, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if, that's, if, if it's in, emphatic that they are a much better team, but a good team. New York Mets are a better team than they were prior to the break. Still some work to do, but a possibility. The Brewers clearly are one of the best teams in the National League. I don't think anyone can debate that anymore. Sam, is that a fair statement? Absolutely, because, you know, like the Giants, the Padres, the Dodgers and all them, you can really, you know, go just look at the lineups and compare both teams, and the Brewers usually will kind of even out and all that, but the thing that separates them along with the starting pitching, most teams don't have what you have at the end of the you know, bullpen with Hayter and Williams. I mean, the Dodgers mm-hmm. have Jansen, but... They had Jimmy Nelson in there spitting things up the other day. Right, so that's just the cherry on top for the Brewers when you compare them to all these other teams in the NL. And when you look at the offense, okay, let you know they've been talking about it. We've been talking about this tough Atlanta Braves offense, and you look up and down this lineup, it gets you know six, seven, eight deep, whatever it might be. And you can look at these other teams in terms of that same theory. But you know what, guys? When you, there's four months of baseball here, I think we can start looking, and they can start looking at the Brewers' offense the same way, in a, in a sense. Because I don't think anyone, either locally or nationally, is going to have a problem with what Wong, what type of year Wong is having. I don't think anyone's going to bat an eye over a good year from Adamas. I don't think anyone's going to bat an, bat an eye with regards to Omar Narvaez. Same thing for Avi Garcia. Same thing for Eduardo Escobar. See how they're starting to stack in there the same way. This is, this is the same way. That's why I think this Brewers offense, guys, I still say it's underrated. It's underrated, and I don't believe we've seen the best of this offense. That might be the biggest bonus this team receives in the next 60 days is that this offense finally starts turning over. Part of it is chemistry, not chemistry with regards to the clubhouse or dugout. Craig Council's into this, too. It's almost a cycle that the Brewers' offense, or any good offense, needs on a, on a given week or month or year or whatever. You know, when one guy lets up a little bit, the other guy picks you up. When, when it's a scratch couple of singles, there's a three-run homer. It just lines up that way. There's just a certain algorithm, if you will, 
within a game or within a series where the right guys up are up at the right time. I still think this offense is yet to really, really get rolling. We're seeing some glimpses of it. Well, we didn't see it today. And that's because Wong and hard to hit when Wong and Avi are sitting on the bench. But we'll take it. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Todd. Todd, you're next on the fan. Howdy, howdy, boys. Hey, Timmy. Uh, they're uh, they're sneaky good. They really are. Um, you know, I, I called last night, and I, I I disagree with you on a couple things, and I wish I could have been uh, um, uh, got my thoughts out better, but I didn't. Uh, Bush like kind of impaired that, but um, you know, yesterday was kind of a, I thought a <laughs> throwaway game a little bit because of I think that Council had to see what he had, you know. And, and Curtis coming out today, I really didn't like that move, but uh, maybe it was for his mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that's it, what Sam fun. told me. That's funny you say that. That's what that's what Sam Schmidt said off the air. It it is a kind of a good pick me up and a bounce back. I mean, this dude threw twenty six pitches yesterday in that performance, and and that would have been rare to have counts go right back to a guy. This was all about a feel good kind of push back out there get back on that horse Curtis right in a high I mean a high leverage I mean oh man high leverage uh, uh, situation you know and when he came out I was like oh boy what's gonna happen and and, and God did a run come in yeah but he was left with two on base and he got to fly out so so good for him uh, and and good for uh good for counsel for uh, uh putting him out there um I I think the <laughs> I think the wasted days and wasted nights are no longer. I think uh, we can put that uh, that little forty-five uh, uh, record to bed. Um, <laughs> I, right. I think uh, I, I, I'm going to go uh, with a prognostication here. Um, I'm going to go with 101 wins. I mean, it's it, the, the beauty of it and the fun of it is now is we. I look ahead. I went through the whole schedule. I'm thinking, well, I take two out of three. You take this. You take that. And my kind of a hundred one, and and the beauty of of beating up now on the NL East is to get them out of the picture because somebody big's coming out of the NL West. You know, it's going to be you're going to probably have the two wild cards out of uh, uh, out of the Dodgers, uh, the Giants, or the Padres. So let one of them go in there and beat up on on the NL East, take them out, and then they'll come to us, and then. We'll go through that and get to well, the, and uh, then they. I mean, one of them's going to get eliminated. If I mean, if the playoffs were to start right now, I mean, one of those teams is out before they right. even get to the divisional round. But, but right, but the, the beauty of it is, is to watch. You know, now that, like you said, uh, council said the, the scoreboard watching wasn't necessary, but that's the fun of it. I love yeah. watching it, and I'm watching. I'm watching quick pitch. You know, every day, every day, every day to see. The, 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 who's beating up on who in the NLS? That's the yeah, so, so you with your proclamation of 100-plus victories, I know yeah. the answer. You say we can expect this the next two months, August and September. We're through April, May, June, July. Here we are, August, September. I know the answer. All right, Todd, we'll, yeah, we'll talk yeah, again. It, it is, it is, and it's going to be It's going to be the Sox and Brewers on a collision course in the World Series. That's that it. would be sweet. That that would be nice. I will take that. All right, thank, thanks for the call, Todd. He mentioned wasted days and wasted nights, and that refers to uh, the, the wasted pitching performances. And, you know, I just found my notes here. Last time we had to go 
two uh, wasted days, wasted nights was July 9th. That was a game against Cincinnati in which Eric Lauer went six innings of one-run ball in a two-to-nothing loss. Prior to that, it was July 7th, so just a couple of days before that, against the Mets, game one of the doubleheader, Corbin Burns, five and two-thirds of, let's see, one-run ball. And it ended up being a 4-3 extra inning loss right there. So, yeah, you're right. It's It's been, you know, now three weeks since we've had to uh, cue the music on wasted days and wasted nights. And that, that is a great sign. And that really is a part, partly based on the offense, really, because the offense has been run away. Ask Josh Hader how many saves he, he thinks he should have. He got his 22nd today. I mean, easily. Could be up to 30. But the offense, I think, does these uh, you know, add-on runs late in a ball game and just takes him and sits him down. Just sits him down a little bit. That happened Friday night. They added on, and then Josh had to take a seat. But no worries today. The bullpen got it done. The pitching staff gets it done. Offense does just enough in a 2-1 to win. And they do just that. 2-1 to one in the series. 63 and 43 and here we are august 1st and are we going to continue through the dog days of summer seeing the same type of baseball 799-1250 council on the way your reaction on the way brewers victory today it's the Pella windows and doors of wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary great lakes dragway in union grove here on the fan Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Oh, baby, what a win today. And I mean that. I mean, I know the Atlanta Braves are right around a 500 team throughout, but that's a pretty good baseball team. This is a good test on the road. They take another series, guys. I just I cannot tell you how much fun this is. <laughs> it just really is. That's just crazy. All right, ABC Audio Video play the game and the 2-1 to one Brewers victory. I like to set a tone early, and Willie Adamas did just that in the first. As Adama's first pitch, Hackett, a fly ball, hit back in a deep right center field. Heredia going back, and that's out of here. Willie Adamas, home run number 13 as a Brewer, and the crew jumping out to a 1-0 lead. Yeah, just what they needed. Yeah, set the tone early there, as you heard on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Matt LePay and Bill Schroeder, 2-1. to one. It holds up. JBJ does get the ball in play later on. We'll get our recap here in just a second, but... Man, he got the ball in play, and it wasn't a double play. It did uh, score the eventual winning run in a 2-1 to game, but this is all about pitching. This was Brett Anderson. This was uh, John Curtis. This was uh, the big three in the back end there, Boxberger, Williams, and Hader. And you wonder, I say big three in Box, Williams, and Hader, but, you know, Jake Cousins, he's, he's someone to keep an eye on here down the stretch. He really is because if – if uh, the prognosis looks the way I like, the way I see it, boy, they're going to have some nice, 
nice options in that back end of the bullpen. All right, 799-1250. Is it safe to assume that we're going to uh, get this the rest of the way out? Here we are, August 1st, and the day's flying by here. Let's go to Sammy. Sam, you're on the fan. What's going on? Go ahead, Sam. No, I guess I guess we don't have him. Let's go to Mike then. Mike, you're on the fan. What's going on? Not much. Sorry, you got to settle for Mike in Greenfield. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Sam, earlier, I like. First of all, we can expect this all year. It's so enjoyable to watch a Brewer game, and Council's got options now, and he's got a lot of options, and it's. To watch him manage is, is an awesome thing, but you're not waiting for the wheels to fall off. It's, it's like, okay, maybe they're down a run or two. No sweat. They'll probably come back, or things get a little dicey. Their guys will step up. Your previous caller said about uh, council had to learn his players. Uh, I don't you won't remember, but in the, early on, I said, well, hopefully and maybe council's playing guys the way he does, you know, a guy has a mm-hmm. great game and then he doesn't play the next day. Maybe he's learning what all those guys can do and you know how long they can still do well after sitting for a couple games. But uh, this is awesome to see, and I know uh, you're complimenting Council a lot more often, and uh, this is going to be a great season, and... Uh, uh, yeah. I want to I want to say the the Packers are going to follow suit. They're going to go almost undefeated because <laughs> every and I, I'm not going to get off track, but I did. Every player on the Packers is going to remember how they blew it last year. Okay, they're going to have a great season. So, but back to the Brewers. How much fun is this? Um, yeah. I got to yeah. keep them getting too excited. Tim, uh, great to be back on the phone and back to listening. All so, right. Um, all right, I appreciate it, Mike. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I, I know I will. Uh, the nighttime activity has curved my insatiable appetite for Miller High Life. Sam, you can appreciate that. Certainly. Um, last beer I had was Monday. That's just wrong. This is so wrong, isn't it? So tonight, those of you that uh, know where I hang, that crappy little corner bar, you know where to find me. Uh, two to one victory. Uh, Mike mentions uh, Craig Council, and and I will say this: I'll give credit where credit's due, and he certainly knows a lot about base, a lot more about baseball than I do. That doesn't mean I can't be right and he can't be wrong, because that that certainly happens over the years as well. He's way more right than I am, but I'm gonna just uh, even even the the decisions that I would have made. Um, and they work out because Craig Council made it. I'm going to point those out. I could have easily have said, ah, I was right with Craig Council. You take Brett Anderson out right there. No, I disagreed with that move. It worked out for Craig Council. I would have started Wong and Avi Garcia today. Now, again, this is with within reason of, you know, maybe they're dinged up. Maybe there's, uh, there's something ailing there. But let's, let's, give and, let's, let's act on the given full health. I would have played both those guys today and gave them both the day off tomorrow against Pittsburgh. No offense, Pirates, but you ain't as good as the Atlanta Braves. This is a game against the Pirates at home. You couldn't wait 24 hours to give those two, but 
again, I give credit where credit's due. It worked out. They got a victory today. So how can you, I mean, there's not much, there's not much to argue with there, but I will point out when I'm, you know, against the grain on that as well. All right, let's get to our game recap. If you happen to miss it today, first inning, Brewers good, a B's. They do get a run to show for it. A deep shot fly ball to lead off the game off the bat of Tyrone Taylor, a laser beam from Narvaez. But Willie Adamas, we got to hear this again in the first. As Adamas first pitch, hacking a fly ball, hit back in a deep right center field. Heredia going back, and that's out of here. Willie Adamas, home run number 13 as a Brewer, and the crew jumping out to a one nothing lead. Yeah, just what they needed. Yeah, they they did, and it turned out to be a huge run. You win two to one. That that one uh, is is big time. Uh, Brett Anderson, you knew things were going well. An eight pitch bottom of the first inning. One, two, three, Anderson, one, two, three, again in the bottom of the second inning. 17 pitches through the first two innings as the Brewers' offense goes, goes away. We don't hear from them for a while. little pressure on Anderson in the third inning, a leadoff double. Uh, then a little number toward first off the bat of Kevin Smith. Anderson, the veteran, made a nice play on that. Runner at third with one out. Then gets a huge strikeout. It was the pitcher, but nonetheless, a huge strikeout for the second out. Uh, and Ozzie Albee's uh, Adamas makes a nice play to throw him out to end that frame. That was a big inning right there, bottom of the third, with the man on third base, less than two out to hold it right there. Neither team scores in the fourth. Uh, Adamas, however, did have an 11-pitch at bat right there. I like that. Freddie Freeman, a one-out single in the bottom half. Game was just absolutely moving. I mean, this was a quicker game when you compare it to the uh, games earlier this season. Fifth inning, Brewers tack on uh, with one out, Lorenzo Kane, an infield single. Urias, then a bloop base hit. It's about time that uh, Brewers get some soft contact success. It usually goes against these guys, but Lorenzo Kane read that play the whole way, and there they are, runners at first and third, and it pays off as JBJ gets the ball in play. 2-1 pitch, fastball on the ground, Albies fields, the play is at first, but a run is in, that'll work. RBI ground ball from Jackie Bradley Jr., Kane is in, it's a 2-0 game. Well, credit Lorenzo Kane for that run, and Jackie Bradley Jr. able to make contact, drive him in. Yeah, and you do credit Lorenzo Kane, as I said, for, for some excellent base running, read the play the whole way. Anderson, a shutdown inning once the Brewers took a two-zip lead, um, Taylor, Narvaez, Adamas all strike out in order in that top of the sixth inning and the Brewers offense just scuffling here. Anderson pressure in the bottom of the sixth inning. Here's the, uh, big, real, a big turning point in this game. He gets an out, but then a base hit, then a walk. He's been falling behind hitters in that inning. Freddie Freeman up. He lines out to center two on two out. And Council has seen enough right there. And, and I again, I disagreed with the call. He brings in John Curtis. Uh, and Curtis allows a base hit to Austin Riley. And that scores a run, making it 2-1. to one. Now we've got a nail-biter. And JBJ, a nice play off the bat of Solaire to get out of that uh, to maintain a 2-1 to one lead into the seventh inning. Brewers offense, where are you guys? <laughs> 
Boxberger on, and you can tell where this is going. When you set up Boxberger, Williams, and Hayter more times than not this season, you've been victorious, and that's exactly what happened. Williams into a little trouble in his uh, eighth inning. Same with Box, but uh, they work around that. And when you have strikeout stuff like that, you can allow some scratch singles here and there and work your way out of it. But there's your victory, 63-43. and 43. We're going to hear from Craig Council up next. I will try and make room for you if you want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway right here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Two to one. We'll get to Craig Council in just a bit. Brewers take the game in the series. They take a five and one road trip into Pittsburgh and Atlanta. They're back home for Pittsburgh and San Francisco. You talk about getting jazzed up on Friday for that three-game set against the Giants. Let's take a quick, uh, or let's take a closer look uh, starting Friday against the Giants. Can't overlook the obvious uh, series uh, ahead of that, and that's the Pittsburgh Pirates. They can, they've been known to uh, give you a little shot here and there. But uh, before we get to council, let's squeeze in a couple of more calls, get your reaction. Patrick, you're next on the fan. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. I think uh, this team will definitely be on the roll on a roll the rest of the season. I mean, I don't know, Tim, I'm always nervous about those Cardinals. And we look at the last 10, 13 games of the season, we play them quite a bit, but mm-hmm. let's hope, you know, the Brewers have it taken care of by then. But, you know, I think council, he man, all these managers manage towards metrics so much nowadays. And um, when you look at the Brewers record, when they score four runs or more, I mean, and with this lineup that they're going to have when Yelich comes back, I mean, they've got the guys that can knock it out of the park. But, you know, also if he, if he needs to play, you know, a little small ball to eke out a run or two and get to that four runs, I mean, he's got to look at our record and how great we play with four runs. Yeah, and I would also, Patrick, thanks for the call, I would also take a close, hard look at how you've been doing against left-handed starters this year. And maybe not so much go all right-handed. I would think about, for example, yesterday's game, a Rowdy Telez. To get a start occasionally against a lefty like that. Maybe he gets one, guys. Maybe, just maybe. I don't know if Craig Council's ever going to change his mind on matchups. I'm, I'm not convinced of that by any stretch. Brewer Mike, our Sunday check-in as you are headed off to uh, umpire some co-ed softball, correct? Yeah, where where's your boy Umpin tonight? Where is your boy Umpin? No, your boy. No, I don't know where he is at. Oh, I thought I you was said your, about... your boy. <laughs> no, I was I was talking about you. Oh, I, I'm sorry. How how is Ty doing? <laughs> He's doing good. Doing good. That's good. Tell, tell him Brewer Mark says hi. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, I am uh, Umpin. I got two more weeks left with the mar- marvelous. Uh, Greenfield uh, Conco uh, Ball Club here. Um, <laughs> I was just at the Lakeshore Chinooks game and saw a yawner. That, that was boring as all H-E-double toothpicks. But anyway, um, oops, sorry. 
Um, my, my my thing is in June you were you were talking to people and you remember I said I think this team is going to be ten games above five hundred and win it. Mm-hmm. And you can check the tape and I'll tell you what. Thank you, Cubbies, for for shutting her down. Um, I, I I did not see one pitch of the game today, but I, I I heard you and you know thanks for your reporting about Wong sitting and uh, who else? Narvaez sat. Uh, Gar- Garcia did. Oh, Garcia. Okay. Well, you know what? These guys have been playing a lot. You know, Adamus, I don't think it's sat yet since we got the guy. Yeah, but he may be one of those players, Mike, that just you yep. you, you can't you can't uh, you can't de-escalate here at all. Oh no, 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 no! I, and I'll tell you what. I mean, if there's an MVP on this team right now, it has to be Adamus, hands down. I mean, I I don't care if Kane goes out and hits 50 home runs the rest of the season. Adamus is your MVP. Boy, I mean, what without a Adamus, point. Tim. I'm sorry. What a turning point in this season. Oh hell yeah, Tim! I mean, in this. And, I, and I'm telling you, and I, I'm not, I mean, you can mark the tape on this, okay? This Today is August 1st. The Brewers are going to be playing the Chicago White Sox for the World Series. And if I am wrong, we, we can make a wager. If someone wants to bet against me, I will bet anything. Because the Brewers are hot right now, and the Sox are hot. And it will be one heck of a series, Timmy. Sure will be. Upper Midwest World Series. We'll take that. We'll, we'll do it. All right, I got to scoot. I'm on a time budget today. Let's get to uh, Craig Council. Got to be pretty pleased with the game, the series, the road trip, and their record. Here's the Brewers manager. Hey, Craig, you got two really great starts out of Brett Ants on this road trip. Uh, and, and he bookended it, right? <laughs> he did the first one and the last one, right? Yeah, yeah Brett, Brett was... It was great today. I mean, on a, on a day where it's obviously really warm out there, um, just pitches with he pitches with such great pace, um, and you know he, he's telling you he's telling the other team to hit it um, and and see what happens, and he's puts them a little bit in swing mode and um, kind of tantalizes them and gets ground balls and make doesn't let the ball get kind of hit in the air, and and we end up getting a lot of outs, and it's a, it's a fast you know five innings, and so. He ran into a little trouble in the sixth and, um, you know, getting Freeman out, uh, we got, you know, we made a nice play or had a guy in the right spot to get Freeman out and got through the inning. Craig, the way that game ordered for your bullpen to get Curtis out there for that final out and then Boxberger, Williams, Hader, that, that's sort of a how you draw it up sort of game, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean – uh, well, I mean, I would have preferred like Brett to get through six if, if you're asking how I would have really want to draw it up. But um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, once he got through five, we thought, you know, he'll get some outs and he's got probably, you know, he'll be able, he's got four hitters to get through Freddie Freeman and then and then a, a line of right handed hitters. So it made sense with Curtis there. Um, and then, yeah, and then the, the three guys at the back box, uh, Devin and Josh did a great job. What about Fox and uh, Devin having to work out of those jams? Each of them had had two on to get out of their innings. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, Box was um, made some really good pitches, kind of different innings. Box made some really good pitches early in the inning and then just kind of an innocent hit by pitch and a base hit. Um, and then had a tough at bat uh, with with Albies. Was that, is that right? Albie? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then um, so that was a little different than Devin just you know, it was a little odd because two changeups got hit, which 
you, you don't see very much, but then he, then he threw some great change-ups the rest of the inning. Um, so, you know, he got some feedback, made a little from the hitter, got made a little adjustment, and then he, he threw a bunch of great change-ups to, to three good hitters at the end. Craig, this, this is so close on the road. Is, is it just because you're pitching so good and that just plays home far away, or is there anything else going on there? Say that again. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, th this team's been so good on the road. Um, and I was just, is that because you're pitching so good and you know, plays home or away, or has there been other things going on that make you a good team? No, I, I look, we've been good on the road. Um, there, there's no, there's no explanation necessarily for it. I don't think, I mean, it, it's, we're, we're doing, if, if anything, it's just the, the team's doing what they're good at. Um, you know, we, we, we played good defense today. We pitched really well today. Um, we jumped out to an early lead, so nothing, I, 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 I can't explain it. You know, I, I think this is why you, we shouldn't try to explain things like this, like not winning day games and et cetera. Um, so, you know, it, it's just, it's the way the schedule works. And if we're, if you're winning a lot of games, you're going to be winning one or the other, you know. Craig, does it, that was the ultimate Craig of making the most three hits. You had the Thomas Homer. Kane's infield hit in that blooper of our areas that led to the second round, and then that was it. Yeah, it was it was it was a quiet day. We we hit a lot of balls hard early in the game. We hit a lot of balls hard. They they played some good defense early in the game. I thought Solaire made a nice catch. Duvall made a nice catch. Um, we, we hit a bunch of line drives, but yeah, we didn't. You know, it was a quiet offensive day for us and. I would mention Low Kane's base running on the second run was really, really impressive. I, I don't think there's very many players, very, there's very few players that end up on third base on that ball. Um, most players are kind of between first and second. It drops, they stop at second. The way he saw that play is pretty special. And then the fact that he was on third base gets us that run. Like you've reached August here in a different position than the other clubs you've managed with, you know, the team that other teams are chasing. Does that allow you to make any different decisions? Do you think over the final two months in terms of rest and setting things up or any, does it, I mean, obviously you're in a better spot because you're the first place team, but do you think there are advantages just from a day-to-day -day perspective? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't think we, I'm thinking about that at all really i think we're you know we've set up our pitching um the same way all year and we'll continue to do that um i'm not that that's not really that's not under my mind i mean we're, we're thinking about the pittsburgh pirates you know you get on the plane you start thinking about the pittsburgh pirates so at this point i'll say no it really hasn't um trying to win baseball games um you know we, we you you the I think what you're alluding to is, I mean, you always think about the health of your players. I mean, that, that's, that's probably the, the one thing that you always think about and you always put in the back of your mind when, when you're, when we're going through the daily grind of this and, and that, and especially with your pitchers um, and we'll continue to do that, but that happens no matter where we're at at this point in the season. Craig, because of the, the schedule and your improved offense, that was Josh's 
first Steve opportunity in I think three weeks. <laughs> um, and he just crisp as ever. And, you know, it, it must be great to just see that. You know, he talks so much about his process and he's, he's just always ready to pitch, isn't he? Yeah, we went through an odd sequence of games that doesn't feel like, you know, the Brewer teams of the last four years where there's so many close games. We've, we've been out of that for three weeks now. Um, and, and so Josh has not had opportunities and, and and that's been different. It really has. I mean, not having save opportunity has not been something we've ever worried about here for, for a while. So um just the way it goes, you know, it, you, you can't predict that. Um, we got him a nice rest. Uh, we know it's not going to last. We know we're going to need him. You know, he's going to pitch frequently at times. So um, you you count your blessings when you get him a little rest and, and know that uh, he's got a lot of big workload ahead of him. Yeah, there he is, Craig Council, after the Brewers' 2-1 to one win. He's right there. You recall early on in this season, they were just playing – really what I what I dubbed as a, a playoff style baseball game almost every seemingly every single night well now you're seeing some breakaway games gee what a difference uh, an offense makes all right we'll come back and uh, he spoke of Josh Hader there uh, was really good to see him lock down one two three in a uh, close and a save today is 22nd we'll hear from the Brewers left-hander next Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here after a Brewers victory to take the series in Atlanta final today two to one let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it let's head inside the clubhouse presented by windows select Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Two to one, Brewers get the victory, and they take the series down in Atlanta and get back to 20 games over 500. Welcome back. As uh, we look at the uh, bullpen as a whole, the uh, new acquisitions in, in Norris and Curtis in, however, at the same time, Strickland and Cousins and, and Gustave hit the COVID list. But, you know, given full health, which ultimately they will get back to full strength, given that, when you, when you try and shake this bullpen out a little bit and try and line it up, I mean, you are, have really shortened the games a little bit in theory. You know, you come, on, uh, come off an off day or a deep couple of starts from your starters, which you will get uh, certainly periodically the rest of the way out. You know, they may have to get some of these guys work just to get them work. You may see a Jay Cousins, you know, trying try and get in a ball game just to get some work in. <laughs> so, and I, I think he's a key to this bullpen. We all know what Box is doing. We all know Williams has turned things around. Josh Hader's Josh Hader. You know, Brent Suter, uh, early go-to guy. But I think Cousins, in terms of like a wipeout slider where you really need a strikeout in a given situation or in a postseason game or a big game this weekend or, you know, in a few weeks against the Cardinals or whoever it might be, Mets. I mean, that's a guy that I really point to and say, hey, if that dude is, like, legit, boy, they're in great shape. They really are. And, of course, at the back end, uh, being utilized as just a straight-up 
uh, prototypical closer in baseball these days uh, as opposed to a few years ago, this multi-inning, any-time kind of guy, Josh Hader. He's been stepping up. And let's go inside the clubhouse, hear from the man who uh, saved today's victory. Josh, did it feel like it had been a while since you got in a safe situation? Had you noted that? No, not at all. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's been a couple of days. We've just been hitting the ball really well. Hey, Josh, the pitching's been so good all year. But today, I mean, you know, it's, it's not easy winning two to one on the road in Atlanta. The guy, everybody kind of got a, got the job done today, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. That's what it takes, uh, you know. Big guys stepping up, getting us hits, and, uh, you know, pitching staying strong. So, at the end of the day, as long as we can limit the runs that we give up and uh, continue to hit the ball and play good baseball, um, you know, that's what you want. How about these two starts by Brett on this road trip? That one in Pittsburgh, he gave up one run on the road trip in like 11 or 12 innings. Yeah, he's he's been dealing. Uh, it's been fun to watch. You know, he's a, he's a guy that pitches. He uses all his pitches. He's not a – He's not a guy that's going to go out and throw 97, but um, the way he pitches, the way he attacks hitters, he uh, he makes them swing, changes them, uh, keeps them off balance. So um, at the end of the day, that's that's what you want, and it's it's good to see him uh, continuing to do what he does. Josh, you had told us the other day about how you were, even though you haven't pitched a ton because the offense has been hitting, you were still working to stay sharp. Is that part of, you think, the evolution of, of yourself over the last couple of years and growing into this closer's role because that's part of the job, right? Not knowing when you're going to pitch. Yeah, obviously um, we can't, we, we obviously don't know. You can't script a, a baseball game on, uh, you know, obviously in the ninth inning when, when we're going to score, if we're going to be up or not. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, for me, that's kind of one of the biggest things that I've been working on is, um, you know, trying to get as much work as I can before the game. Um, you know, obviously not overthink it. Uh, that's one of the things that, you can get in trouble doing, but uh, just keeping it simple. Know know the basics. Keep always go back to the basics, and um, you know try to perfect that. Hey Josh, why, why do you think this team's so good? On it's supposed to be hard to win on the road in the big leagues. You guys are fifteen over five hundred. Yeah, I mean we got a good squad, man. It's the best squad I've been on, um, and it's just I think I think it starts in the clubhouse. I think it, it starts with the group of guys that we have, um, and we all we all get along. We all stay connected. I think that's one of the things that uh, Counts preaches. He's, he preaches uh, staying connected, and you know that's one of the things that we've been able to you know pick up guys and uh, have made a difference in this clubhouse. So um, continue just to you know keep going with the the train that we got going and um, just have fun with it. There he is, Josh Hader. Big, big words. And we need to break that down tomorrow. He said the best squad he has been on. Think about that. Better than last year? Yeah, I would say. Better than 19? Ooh, that's tough. Better than 18? Okay, we need to figure that out. Sam, you're with me tomorrow, right? Yes, I am. Okay, we need to see if this team is better than 18. Man, they were good back then. Okay, they're good now, too. Don't get me wrong. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, it'll be uh, the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove after the last pitch tomorrow night as you make the switch. Pittsburgh into town. Maybe they can get a little fatter uh, against the Pirates. For Sam Schmitz, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a, 
A great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you tomorrow night here on The Fan and Smile. Milwaukee, the world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.